What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Take my love. Take my land. Take me where I cannot stand. I don't care. I'm still free. You can't take the sky from me. Welcome to the Gilded Eagle presents Natasha Washes Firefly. Season 1, Episode 2, The Train Job. In this episode, some of the questions that I had from Episode 1 are cleared up, and then there are a whole slew of other questions. Welcome to Natasha Watches Firefly. There's no place I can be since I found serenity. But you can't take the sky from me. Okay, so... This episode was kind of odd. Um, I liked it. I liked the actual plot. But I was a little bit confused by the fact that they decided to summarize a lot of the story that happens in the first episode. I'm not sure exactly like if things were aired out of order or what happened. Like, Did most people not see the pilot and that's why they felt the need to squeeze in that summary in the beginning? But it felt really awkward and not... It just didn't suit the whole rest of the show. It felt like... They had filmed the whole season, and then somebody was like, oh, we should probably explain this. And then they did a voiceover at one point and just stuck it in. But, I mean, it did answer some questions, so I was right. The uh, war that was in the beginning of the first episode was with um, the Alliance, who is fighting against a group called the Independents, who are also called Browncoats. And what they're fighting for is control over essentially all of the inhabited planets because they used up all of the Earth's resources. And so they have decided that all of the central planets are going to exert control over all of the border planets. So those who live on the border planets are really, really poor and subsisting on like basic technologies while the alliance, uh, the allies, I'm not really sure if it's allies or alliance, but I'm going to call them alliance for right now and I'll correct myself later. The Alliance uh, has a lot of the better, newer technology and power, etc. And I learned that it is, in fact, set in the future, that the year is 2517 AD. So they are roughly 500 years ahead of us, just about. Uh, So I was glad that they explained that, but it just felt off to me when the episode began. I was like, wait, what? Is this the right show? What did I do? But... Nevertheless, it was over pretty quick. It was only, I think, like a 15-second intro. And then the next scene opens, and they are in a bar that 
there's like a distinctly Middle Eastern vibe going on with the music and everything. And there's a belly dancer winding her way through the crowd. And she does this like little handoff to Malcolm and him and Zoe and Baldwin, whose name I learned, his name is Jane. So that's what I'm going with now. He and Zoe and Malcolm are all playing a board game at which Zoe totally kicks his ass, which was fun. I enjoyed the, I like to live on the edge. And then after she beats him, well, I don't need to live on the edge. I've heard that maybe there's some drawbacks to it. And we find out that today is Unification Day, also known as the day the Allies kicked everybody else's asses and subjugated them all. And he has chosen, Malcolm has chosen to celebrate this particular day in an ally bar. As we learn later from Zoe, this is something that he likes to do every year. So he's obviously looking for a fight. And when one of the guys stands up and decides that he wants to make a toast to the allies, uh, Malcolm goes over to the bar and acts all innocent like he's not looking for a problem. But, I mean, he's wearing his brown coat, first of all. So obviously he's trying to draw some attention to himself. And the guy starts mouthing off to him and says something about how all the independents, the brown coats, were cowards and inbred piss pots. Wow, that is some language, sir. And Malcolm turns to him and says, say that to my face. So the guy gets right in his face and says it. And I'm watching this like, why did he say, say it to my face when the guy said it like right next to him, which most people would consider saying it to your face. So the guy says it and then goes, what are you going to do about it? And Malcolm just smiles and is like, nothing. I just wanted you to face me so that she could do this. And then the guy turns around and Zoe decks him. And it is so beautiful. I really enjoyed that a lot. I didn't expect it. One, Zoe is awesome. Two, I'm really digging her character. And I feel like the dialogue has been a little bit more natural this episode than it was in the first one. And it kicks off a kind of weird bar fight. I mean, it showed the next scene is outside, but there's a transition there where they throw Mal at the window, but the window goes digital for a second and disappears and then reappears right after he's through it. Kind of a cool touch. And everybody follows them outside. And I like that Zoe comes out swinging. Uh, Mal has been thrown out the window. But when Jane comes out, he's like holding a bar stool and plowing through people so that he's shoving like three of them out the door ahead of him. He's like a fucking bull. He, uh, I, I like really, he annoys me and he's super macho and impetuous and whatever, but he's fun. I'll give him that. And they're fighting, not really noticing the fact that they're perched on the edge of a fucking cliff and they get backed up against the cliff. And when he first gets thrown through the window, Mal uh, radios wash. Aha, another name that I've learned. And says, listen, you got to pick us up. We could use a really convenient entrance right now. And Wash delivers. It's great. And he swoops up and says something about blowing another crater in this little moon, which we later find out is a completely empty threat. And also, I would like to note that Mr. Wash is piloting in a sleeveless vest. This scene and the next scene. I'm totally okay with that. You're pretty good looking, Mr. Wash. So they all get back onto the ship, and we see Kaylee come out from underneath some piece of equipment. She seems to be fully recovered. So that gives us some sort of timeline that it's been at least a few weeks since the, the first episode, the pilot, aired. Um, and we find out that the handoff from the belly dancer 
was information to meet a contact for a job. And then goes the credits. So when we reopen it, take my land, take me where I cannot stand. I don't care, I'm still free. You can't take the sky from me. Are you interested in hearing the rest of this episode? Go to the gildedeagle.unspoiledpodcast.com and you can purchase the whole episode for one dollar. All of that entertainment for just a hundred pennies. Thanks, everybody, and I will see you tomorrow with a new chapter from A Song of Ice and Fire and a new episode of Firefly. There's no place I can be since I found serenity. But you can't take the sky from me. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.